The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And here we sit coming on to week seven of the 2021 NFL season, the bye week for the Buffalo Bills. Got to be honest with you, it feels like the season is really just getting started, right? Six games in for the team, sitting at four and two. You know, certainly it's been been a stretch, right? A month and a half into the season. But when you think of the bye being so early at this time, I'm, I'm not ready for the bye yet. Right. I uh, I think here you are, you know, sitting again in week seven, plenty of football still ahead of you. But the Buffalo Bills having their bye this weekend, getting the opportunity to kind of heal some wounds. Right. They came from the defeat at the hands of the Tennessee Titans on Monday night football uh, and certainly one that there has been plenty of chatter about this week. Right. You just think about the game as a whole. Uh, of course, the the Bills getting stopped on the fourth and inches play, basically to end the game. The play of the defense and their struggles, most notably against A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. Um, and yes, I say Derrick Henry. I know there's been some conversation this week. Well, it was only one or two really good runs. But when you score three touchdowns and your presence on the field allows the Titans to do what they did in play action. Um, yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry was the focal point for the team. And really the primary reason in my mind why the Bills lost that game, whether it be from a game plan standpoint, the inability to to bottle him up standpoint, and again, rushing for three touchdowns. But not really the reason I wanted to have this podcast today. Um, And honestly, I wasn't even sure if I would record one. Thinking to yourself, it's the bye week. The Bills don't play this weekend. If you took a week off, no big deal, right? We've got plenty of other great shows for you here at buffalorumblings.com that you can check out. But with that, I thought I would jump on and talk with you guys for just a little bit because this loss certainly felt a bit different to me than some in the past. Now, usually you think back to to some of these, what I'd call heartbreaking losses, right? Even last season, of course, against the Arizona Cardinals. I think about Monday night football losses to the Dallas Cowboys, to the New England Patriots, to the Cleveland Browns. And I just remember like laying wide awake at three o'clock in the morning, right? Stewing over this loss and what had taken place 
and what it meant to the Bills and, and how difficult that was, right? You think going through all those years of the drought where you felt like everything needed to break your way for the team to be successful. And now here we were on Monday night watching the game with my wife, right? I mean, it's at that point like, yeah, you got to work the next day. Kids got to get up for school, all this and that. But watching the game, of course, you know, ready to see Josh Allen and the Bills offense march down the field, score a touchdown, win the game, and kind of have that high note. And we all know what happened, right? The play gets blown up. And it's funny, too. I should go back because I was about as hypocritical as you could get with that play on fourth and inches for the Bills, right? At first, Allen lines up and he's in the shotgun. And I'm thinking to myself, you, you've got to get like a, a foot, right? Don't Why would you be that far behind the line to take the snap three yards further back from where you need to be? Why would you do that? Then he gets right up under center and you're thinking to yourself, well, now they know exactly what you're going to do and they're going to stack the line and they're going to have everybody there and they're just going to be ready to go. So I was flip-flopping back and forth, and it's funny because obviously the Bills did not convert the first down, and the immediate thought was, yeah, you know, you should have should have been in shotgun. You could have run a pass play. You could have done this. You could have done that. And if it was flip-flopped, right, and if the Bills, um, you know, if the Bills didn't convert it out of the shotgun in that scenario, of course, we would be saying, like, he should have been right under center. He should have just followed Mitch Morris. He should have done all these things. Um, and just not the case, right? It's a, In a game like this, there's so many things that you can can look at as it relates to that last play. So many things you can look at earlier in the game. And it is what it is. And I say this because that game ended. I didn't put on the post-game show. I logged off Twitter. And I went to bed. And when I say I went to bed, like I fell asleep. I went to bed. No, like reading social media for hours on end, running through every scenario in my head, thinking about what could have, should have, would have. None of that, right? I just was in a position where it was like, all right, I got to get up tomorrow morning to go to work. Good night. And that was it. And I went to sleep. And it feels so different, right? I mean, you're probably like, Anthony, where are you going with with all of this? But I think some of you might be able to relate just a bit, right? More so along the lines of when you are the fan of a good football team and the Buffalo Bills are a very good football team, despite the final score on Monday night, you can have one of these losses and think to yourself like, okay, on to the bye week. Like, I don't need to lose any sleep over this. We're good to go. And that's a different feeling for Bills fans, right? It is definitely a different feeling. You come into this, it does not have to be stewing over it. No overreaction. No asking for anyone to get benched. Not asking for anyone to get fired. Just asking to go to the bye week for guys to get healthy and to come back afterwards and play the Miami Dolphins at home on Halloween Day. And maybe part of it is you look at the Bills' schedule that's upcoming Right. I mean, the Bills hosting the Dolphins at the Jaguars, at the Jets, hosting the Colts, at the Saints, hosting the Patriots, at Tampa Bay, which might be the one game on the rest of the schedule that they are not the favorite. Then they're hosting the Panthers at the Patriots, 
day after Christmas. They always get that game with the Patriots around Christmas. Hosting the Falcons and then hosting the Jets. And you can look at this. The Bills have the easiest strength of schedule in the AFC down the stretch. Tennessee Titans have the second easiest. And so much of that, right, you can account just to being in the AFC East and the AFC South. But my point is for me, right, like, yeah, I love the games. I consume as much content as I can. I read articles from from different bloggers, from great beat reporters, listen to as many podcasts as I can, right, when I'm in the car, walking the dog, all those type things. Still as passionate as ever about this team. But these losses are not going to consume me anymore. And it just, you can look at Monday night, and that was just the prime example of, like, yeah, the Bills are a good football team. This one got away from them. Come back after the bye, put it on the Dolphins, and then move on the next week and do the same thing to the Jaguars, the Jets, the Colts, the Saints, so on and so forth. And that's it. And I think there's some that, right, and understandably so, still have a little bit of that overreaction gene in them, and that's fine. Like, you're going to do that. When I say that, I'm not referring to my man Joe Miller here. I'm talking to, you know, fans overreacting to the loss on Monday night. And then there's others that I think are in that same category that I am. of just like, yeah, the Bills are a good football team. This one got away from them. Are there some things they could have done differently? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no question with that. But the Bills had a fourth and a foot from the two-and-a-half-yard line with Josh Allen under center, down three points. And yeah, I had all the confidence in the world that they were going to go in and score. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. You move on. You know, like you think back to years past, the famous Bill Belichick quote, where he's like, we're on to Cincinnati, right? They got thumped and all he's saying is, we're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. But when you're a good team, that's what you can do. For the Bills this week, Lose to the Titans, we're on to the bye week. Start getting ready for the Miami Dolphins. I'll be honest, I would hate to be the Miami Dolphins coming into Buffalo on Halloween Day. But again, you go through with all of this. I'm just curious to hear what everybody else is thinking. If you feel the same way I do, I know I'm kind of rambling on about it. But I think with so much of this, right, like you just go and you think like, you never want to say you're okay with a loss, right? It's not a moral victory. It's none of those. We're beyond that point. It's just at the point of, okay, it was week six. You learn, you get better, you move on. And maybe everything the Bills went through in 2020 really gives you the the ability to think that way, right? You have that game before the bye week against the Arizona Cardinals, lose in a heartbreaking fashion, and then you come back and you win 11 straight. Yeah, if the Bills want to win 11 straight after that, that's cool. 11 games left on the schedule. Go win the AFC East, contend to get that one seed and home field advantage throughout, get that by, and do what you can. It's all still on the table. And if you went through and you were predicting schedules going through, I mean, honestly, I thought the Bills might lose one game this season. That is already out the window. But in a lot of ways, and I think it was Joe, uh, Joe Marino was saying this earlier in the week, Right, like when you went through the toughest games on the Bills schedule, you had the Chiefs, the Titans, and the Buccaneers. And if probably before the season started you said, Hey, the Bills are gonna split with the Titans and Chiefs, you'd probably be okay with that. 
if you're being honest with yourself, right? So yeah, is a loss disappointing? Of course it is. But not something you're going to stew over, not one you're going to look back on because the Bills are a good football team, and I'm good with that. So listen, I'm going to wrap it up. I just felt the need to let you guys know where I was at. Maybe you feel the same way, maybe you don't. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Marino at any time. You can find me in the uh, comments here at buffalorumblings.com. And just check in. I mean, there's plenty of other things we can talk about. Of course, we'll get back to a lot of that heading into the Week 7 matchup with the Miami Dolphins. Um, I got questions, right? I, I wanna, I'm curious why A.J. Epinesa wasn't active. I hope that he will be back in the uh, you know the active roster against the Dolphins. A little bit curious what's happening with the running back rotation. I think I'm kind of at that point. I'd, I'd like McDermott and his staff maybe to, to make a choice and have a, a clear cut, even just 1A to a 1B type of scenario. But we can save that for a future podcast before the matchup with the Dolphins in week eight because I'm going to get out of here for now. But I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you smash that subscribe button so you get all of our great shows here at buffalorumblings.com. We actually got a new show that we're going to be announcing in the coming days. So uh, make sure you're checking out the website, following us on social media at Buff Rumblings, and you'll get that detail when we share that information this weekend. But it's a good one, and I think you guys are really going to like what these guys bring to the channel and what they bring to Bills fans. So listen, I'm out of here for now. Thank you always for tuning in, and as always, go Bills.